I did it, Dad. I had the sex. And now I know what it's like, too. I got the feeling. Uh-uh. I'm Jackie. Meet your new mom. Same as your old mom. I'm Justin. Cocaine is a hell of a drug. I'm Sam, and this is Fast Getaway on Stinker Madness. Good day to you, sirs and sirettes. Lady... Man ladies. (laughs) Lady mans. I'm not Uh, a senator. Okay, a a senator. Of Naboo? Yes. A senator. A senator. You mean a centaur? Yes. Why, why would... A lady man. Centaur. That's not what a centaur is. Yeah. It's a centaur, then. Half horse, half man. Well, I a could person. Be, I could be a horsey face. That's John Elway. Yeah, that's John Elway. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So we know that they exist. Weird beginning. Uh, <laughs> this is Stinker Madness. Uh, I'm your host, Justin. And with me are always Sam and Jackie. Uh, this week on the show... Currently streaming on Amazon Prime is a possibly 1991 or possibly 1993 direct-to-video movie called Fast Getaway starring Corey Haim and Cynthia Rothrock, along with uh, some other people whose names aren't worth mentioning. Um, Sam, it's your pick. I would say, why don't you tell us about this movie? But it's your job to do that every week, whether it's your pick or not. So why don't you tell us about this movie? Well, it could be 1991 or 1993 whenever it ended up on your video shelf. Okay. That's the size of it. They thought about releasing this to uh, theaters. It was shot (laughs) with scope, sort of. They gave it... Yeah. So (laughs) they gave it a test audience with this Corey Haim-like trailer that I watched that's really bad with him and his long pea coat and his bullshit that he was wearing back then that everybody had to have. Uh-huh. And it it was bad. Uh, and they were like, well, the only place that he's still hot is Iowa. And they put it in Iowa and no one cared. So they're like, this one's on the video shelf. Wow. Iowa. So he how, was, how far away was this from when he did the Lost Boys? Lost Boys is 86, I want to say. I'll, I'll just start with Corey Hayman. Okay. then. All right, all right. So they were going to, uh, Jackie's, Really apparently asking how brightly and how long the star of Corey Haim burned, and mm-hmm. it was four years. Oh, ouch. From about 1985 to 1989, that was, and I'm, Lost Boys was 87, but I'm going to okay. let him have it for Silver Bullet. Yeah. I'm mm-hmm. going to say he's bankable at that point. And then uh, Dream a Little Dream is the end of the ride. Because after that was Prayer of the Roller Boys. And uh, shit like this. Yeah. yeah. That blown away movie that we watched with him and Eggert. Mm-hmm. And he died of a so, drug overdose, didn't he? That's what everyone thought, because how could he not die of a drug overdose? He was ingesting like about 30 or 40 pills a day. Soma, Xanax, uh, anything he could get his hands on, really. And he could get his hands on anything. They were when they When they went into his house, they found like... 200 a whack of every pain, every pill you could imagine. And he was just taking all of them. So they were like, yeah, it was an overdose. After the autopsy came back, it was determined that he died of natural causes at 38 years old. Uh, what? 
I have He questions. was taking so many drugs and he lived so hard that he had the lungs, the heart, and the vascular system of a 90-year-old man. He died of natural causes. That is bizarre. Wow. Brittany Murphy's got a documentary out about her when she died. We need to get a Corey Haim documentary. I, there was a whole reality show you could go back and revisit, I suppose. Yeah, but I want HBO to do it. It doesn't count unless HBO does the documentary. Only HBO sees the return. The ROI is probably <laughs> not there. I bet it was on Brittany Murphy. I don't know. I guess she was a big star. She had more and than four years. it really seems like her mom murdered her and her husband with mold. Mm, okay. Or something. I don't know. It's all very peculiar. This Corey I didn't Hain watch thing that is shit. Peculiar. Natural causes? Like, that seems to me, that reeks of fishy business in the autopsy. Like, did his heart explode? You don't just die of natural no, causes. That's There's what they... something that happens, like dying of old age. It doesn't exist. Your lungs stop working. Your heart, yeah, he, your ticker stops working. Something he stops got working. He had pneumonia, but it didn't really kill him. He just died of old age. That is just so weird. And it wasn't that they didn't find everything. They found everything. They were like, yeah, he was like Mr. Burns of drugs. There was all of it in his system. There was so much of everything in his system all the time that he had reached a level of drug stasis that created a 38-year-old, 90-year-old man. That's, okay, so that's unnatural causes. (laughs) This is not natural cause of death is that his his respiratory system gave up like a 90 year old man's would because he was that physically old from the years of abuse wow wow it almost makes me want to rethink my drinking but considering (laughs) that i just opened a beer i'm i can't i'm that's alcohol abuse and i just can't do it yeah yeah uh you know and plus i wouldn't have my kidneys checked within this last six months and they were like yeah they're fine yeah, and you really start looking at like um those the vehicles in the heavier uh prescription painkillers like Soma and that and it's acetaminophen and there's really a hardly anything harder on your kidneys than Tylenol. Yeah. Don't take it. That's my top tip. Use ibuprofen. Hmm. Or better That's yet. That's really bad on my stomach. If if you have pain, like say you have a headache, just take a hammer and smash your knee in. Your head won't hurt anymore. That's a dad I, joke for you. Yeah. You could <laughs> oh just drink God. more drink more water. That's ultimately the answer. Uh, so, yeah, that's the Corey. The Corey yeah. Haim right there. All right. Uh, th- this was released by Cinetel Films, which I didn't realize still existed. I realize it still exists in a movie that we're probably going to have to watch. I don't know if it's for this. We're just going to have to watch it for us. That's uh, one of those Expendables spinoff that's written and directed by Mark DeCoscos with oh, boy. him and Casper Van Dien, and uh, Carrie Takagawa, and everybody that's awesome. Don the Dragon Wilson, Cynthia Rothrock, oh, there's just a score no. of people that... That's an episode. Just do it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That, you, I am sold. You know, here's the thing. It's pretty much, if, if, if Cynthia Rothrock's in it, it's an episode. Or, Ca- or Van Dien. Yeah, and CVD. Well, CVD was in a couple good things. I mean, borderline good things. I guess we did do the episode on Starship Troopers, and we all decided it was a masterpiece uh, yeah. in non-ironic terms, um, but that just people don't get it. Uh, so, yeah, just just Cynthia Rothrock or CVD. Just pull the trigger. Sure. I'm in. Uh, apparently, Cinetel Films became a thing 
because they were the uh, Paul Hertzberg and Lisa M. Hansen went to MIPCOM, which is sort of like a piggyback around the same time as Cannes, where you sell concepts for European television shows to American producers. It's probably where American Idol came from, but a lot of the other ones that are popular in both markets, there's different deals that they get done to sell that show to us. I thought MIPCOM was actually the uh, the festival for um, men who like to wear ladies' underwear, men in panties con. <laughs> oh my God. Is that another dad joke? <laughs> you knew I was going to do it. <laughs> MIPCON. <laughs> No, that's MuffCon. Oh. <laughs> it's a totally different one. Totally different one. Sam is just regretting his life. <laughs> what what choices have led you to this point, Sam, that you would change? I don't know. <laughs> what have I done? What have, where did I end up? <laughs> I, have to I feel like all the, bover, all the butterflies flapped their wings negatively in my case. <laughs> Dad joke Sunday. Yeah, so uh, they bought all these TV shows that they couldn't sell, but they had accidentally bought The Corridor of Death, okay. and it sold immediately, and they decided, we're just going to get into the movie business, and it's been Cinetel since, so huh. they're right. still around. Right. I was unfamiliar with the direct The director, Spiro Rosatos. Spiro Rosatos. Yeah, he was one of the other reasons why I pulled the trigger on this, besides it just having that I was like, I've never heard of this movie with Corey Haim that mm-hmm. the Amazon algorithm put it in front of me. I was like, I've never heard of this. And I see Rothrock and I'm like, okay, well, this is intriguing. And then I saw him as the director and I looked it up. And this is really the only feature film that he directed because he's a stuntman. And these ones are really like, whenever I get the stuntman making a movie, I'm always kind of like, I got to see it because they right. usually do too many zany stunts. Right. I'll need them. Uh, he, you will know him and you in uh, podcast land will know him because he is the stunt coordinator for fast five on in that series. Oh, wow. Okay. Oh, cool. So he's, he's big deal. Yeah. Just not in directing. Hmm. Okay. Does a good job. Yeah. James Dixon, the writer is an actor who, uh, is in a, he's like an actor in the maniac cop series, the black Caesar series. He worked with Larry Cohen, uh, it's a live series. He's in that. Mm-hmm. He's in the stuff. He's in Full Moon High. So he wrote this, I guess. Yeah. I, Why not? Yeah. Give Question. It to him. Yeah. Okay. Did he do any of the stunts in the movies? In the, this movie, the writer or the director? The director. Okay, we've moved on from him. But I know, but probably, I didn't probably get to not. Yeah. Eh, you know, he might have done one of the car turns himself you never know uh there was a shot of uh one of the cop cars getting turned over where i noticed that the driver was wearing a pretty sizable helmet (laughs) that they managed to still get in the shot so uh you know who knows maybe who knows you would figure he would be busy enough trying to just contain the cocaine fueled nightmare that was Corey Haim at this point in his life yeah well don't forget i mean hal needham in uh not Gator, the first one. White Lightning. Uh, yeah. He had to wrangle Burt Reynolds and couldn't do it. And so he ended up breaking his own back doing a stunt. So maybe, uh, you know. I don't think he... I think there was no wrangling Burt Reynolds at that point, And he knew it. Mm. It was just like, Burt's going to Burt all over the place here. I'm going to turn <laughs> this car over. Oh, did you recognize Lorraine, his mother? Uh, she looked familiar. Marcia Strassman. Yeah. 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 She's Welcome Back, Cotter's wife. Oh, okay. She's also the mom in the Honey, I Shrunk the Kids series. That's where I would know her from. 
yeah, she uh, she is the only cast member, principal cast member in this movie that doesn't appear in its sequel. Yes, this movie has a sequel. Oh, uh, okay. Did yeah. anybody ask for it in this room? Because I I didn't ask for it. Um, so Corey Haim is in the sequel too. Everybody except the mom is in the sequel. Yeah, because she even Rothrock. Even Roth. So the sequel is basically just the second half of this movie over again. Oh God! I'm they in. they need You're to kidnap in. him again to get oh, the heisting no. done or oh, something. No, I my stomach hurts, guys. <laughs> I can't, I can't watch that movie today. My stomach hurts too bad. <laughs> she declined. She also seems to have like a pattern in her career where she's like, oh, I know it's crap. I'm out. Mm-hmm. And uh, so when Moranis continued on with Honey, We Shrunk Ourselves, mm-hmm. he was the only cast member that, that ended up in that. She was like, nope, I'm good. I don't even really have a great career, and I'm not going to be in that. Was so they did. I'm guessing by the title they replaced her. Yes, because otherwise it would be me. I shrunk me. <laughs> Hello, me. It's me again. Right. I shrunk me again. <laughs> that would be awesome. I would watch that if it was just him and Dave Mustaine. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty much what I got on here. Other than That's more uh, than I James- thought you were going to bring. James Dixon, mm-hmm. if you click on his uh, Wikipedia, it'll li- link you to the uh, Civil War Senator James Dixon. And I don't think it's the same guy. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. James Dixon? James Mason? Mason Dixon? I draw the line. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure they're the same guy. <laughs> okay, fast getaway from 1990 at some point. Uh, speaking of 1990s, this is about as peak Corey Haim 90s fight as I could. Like, if you wanted to picture the 90s, like, we get this a lot with the 80s. But this opening scene with him, his incredibly stupid hair, his incredibly too big of pants, uh, the unbuttoned shirt that's too big with a t-shirt underneath it. I mean, to me, that's, that is the 90s. And everybody with me? Except yeah. that his shirt should not have been tucked in. Was it tucked in? Mm-hmm. And his highlights in, in the top of his hair, mm-hmm. his tips is what they used to call it. <laughs> uh, they didn't bleach it enough because usually it was so bleached out that it was falling off because they wanted it to be like super blonde. This early in the he, 90s? Yeah. Okay. He just looked like shit. Yeah. Like yeah. his hair was always messed mm-hmm. up. He was completely disheveled. He was roaming the shots all over the place he just looked like he was strung out like yeah. i just can't imagine how they were wrangling him did you also notice his limp no no he broke his leg on dream a little dream and it, it was a permanent limp i guess oh okay i thought maybe it was like one of those walks you know a strut like oh yeah no oh yeah uh i did notice though in his opening scene that uh I was waiting for him to grab the woman and throw her into an alley and rape her. He is stalking a woman. It was super fucking creepy. And it gets even grosser when they get to the bank. Because, like, it's one thing to be like, ooh, you know, check her out. I'm going to walk behind her. I, I hate seeing her leave, but I love watching her go type thing. But then when he gets to the bank, he is in her bubble. Like, very far into her bubble. 
I haven't watched a lot of the Corey Haim movies with a critical eye. They, I didn't even really watch them when they were happening because I didn't really care. I was like, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a mouth breather that exists wow. inside other people's personal spaces, it and it's he, hard to watch. He is. It is hard to watch. I mean, I feel, knowing his history, I feel horrible for this person. But, boy, what did anybody really see in Corey Haim? I, I, the, I reckon him most, I recognize him mostly when in my youth from the Lost Boys. Of course. But is that Corey Haim or is it just the whole movie, the Lost Boys? It was Keith or Sutherland that was the big crush. Oh yeah. And the older brother, not, not Corey Haim and not the other Corey either. No. And, and his follow up to that movie was uh, License to Drive, which we did a podcast on. And he is awful in that. He's a mouth breathing Booger eater. Like where? I, I I mean, think of the good life he would have had possibly if somebody had looked at one of his films that made choices about making films and said, "Why do we have this guy?" Close your fucking mouth. I mean, we're you goddamn mouth breather. We already have Macaulay Culkin. That kid had talent. Corey Haim has none. There, somebody saw him when he was like. Before he was an actor and like that hyperactive kid, get him in the mail room. He's going to do the job of 10 men. Right. Oh, I, man, I'm just not getting it. But according to the other Corey, though, mm-hmm. they were both getting raped by executives. Yes, absolutely. So, I mean, maybe it was we got to put this kid in so many movies or he will rat us out. Um, or Like we got to throw him a bone I, every once I, in a while. I don't know. I can't I can't put my mind into the the mindset of a, of a Hollywood rapist, but uh I mean, I just, he had no business being in movies and his life would have been better if he hadn't been. But those movies, the ones, the three, two Corey's movies or whatever, Mm -hmm. they killed it at the box office. Oh, absolutely. It's just that other things happened. Probably Terminator 2. And then we're like, wow, movies don't have to fucking blow ass. (laughs) Yes. Yes. That's what they teach you in film school. You know what? Let's just start with Terminator 2 today. (laughs) We're going to skip all that other stuff. <laughs> everybody Last in Hollywood. Show? No. Everybody in Hollywood told Jimmy Cam Cam he couldn't do this. <laughs> he told us to fuck right off. He's the king of the world. Um, <laughs> you know, and the other thing is, is Feldman had talent. Feldman oozes charisma. Uh, yeah. Even I, I've been watching stupid stuff on YouTube and I even saw, I don't know if you guys remember Feldman's uh, music career. Yeah. Pay attention to that. Yeah. It's uh, not over. It's It wasn't good. But at the same time, I saw a performance that everybody like booed him on. And I'm like, I have seen a lot worse stage presence than Corey Feldman. He actually is kind of charismatic. The music sucks, dude. But you're putting on a show. That's what research went and saw him at the Neurolux in that 2002 album that Which he did. a bar in Boise for everybody yeah. who listens to the show. Or just a venue that you'd see. You wouldn't. Yeah. You don't need to know. What I'm just name dropping the Neurolux, mm-hmm. uh, hoping that it'll still exist in two years. Right. Probably not. Probably not. So he went and saw it, and he was like, "Yeah, it was shit." But like he, I, it was like the favorite. It was his favorite thing that he went and saw for like a two year period because 
No one liked it, mm-hmm. and he just bounced back like a rubber band from anything you could say and kept on his show and had all the energies. Like, it was an amazing show, but the music sucked. Right, right. Yeah, see, Feldman I get, but Haim I just do not. Um. Anyways, okay, so our, our boy, his name is Nelson. Uh, he is supposed to be 16 in this movie. Uh, Corey Haim at the time of this film was 20. Um. Oh, really? Yeah, it's really weird. Um, and oh, maybe that's the drugs. Yeah, well. Because he's like, I'm never going to grow up. No lady, no really sexy lady will ever do me because I look like I'm 16. I didn't think he looked like he was 16. I thought he looked like he was about 28. <laughs> I thought he looked old. I mean, he's supposed to be peter pan i mean that's what they wanted him to be oh god i'm just so grossed out thinking about Corey ham and how awful hollywood is um let's do a different thing like let's stop talking about movies because those guys are bad down there let's like do like let's talk about my thai food experience yeah let's talk about lunch (laughs) new podcast i had a sandwich (laughs) it was good i had pizza all right that's your show folks next week we'll (laughs) talk more about lunch I don't want to talk about Hollywood. Okay, so he's going into this bank, stalking this lady. He says something to her, like, got change for a 10 or something. No, he's got a $100 bill, and he's like, I'm here to get some change. No, no, he says it out loud because I wrote it down because it pissed me off so bad. He, like, gets in her mix, Mm -hmm. and he's like, I'm here to change a 20. Like, you go to the fucking bank to change a 20? Right. Just buy whatever you're going to buy. They'll give you change. It's weird. (laughs) No, but her response was, I like guys with money. Like, a $20 bill impresses 20 you? What, what kind dollar. of podunk shithole town are we in? Oh, my God. Oh, boy. The writing. Um, all right. So, bank robbers bust in before this can go any further, thankfully. And uh, they grab uh, Nelson as a hostage. Uh, Give me all the money or the kid gets it. Hey, put the money in the bag, kid. And uh, uh, also, you smell like a virgin or something like that. Uh, What's your name, kid? Ronnie. Ronnie doesn't want to die a virgin. Yeah. Give us your money. Hey, that's bad. I'm the- guys. <laughs> Not cool. I also like that they go up to this lady, uh, one of the tellers, and the, and the main robber is like, uh, What's your name? She's like, Buncey. And put the money in the bag, Buncey. And then somebody punches Buncey in the face, and it's not <laughs> Cynthia Rothrock or the main robber. She got punched behind the counter by an off-camera fist. Yeah, it was supposed to be Rothrock, right? But she just like that's part of the security system. If you don't hit the alarm in time, you get punched in the face by a desk arm. I think it was the coworker, the old lady that was uh, at the beginning. And she just kind of crawled underneath there, and she's like, "Now's my chance to hit Bunsy right in the fucking face, yeah. fucking bitch." And then I can <laughs> HR just blame will never it. Hear about it. Yeah, I can just blame it on the chaos that <laughs> was the bank robbery. <laughs> she has stolen my fucking yogurt for the last time. That fucking bitch, Bunsy. Uh, all right. Um. So then they get out and they climb into a Chevy Citation, and I like that their getaway driver is told, "Hey, not today, Buster. I'm driving." What's my job here then? <laughs> Toothpick guy. I, he, I am going to save it for the end because his role as the wheel man throughout the film seems dubious. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't even in this sequence like, nope, you're not the wheel man. You're the sit in the car guy. He's the warm up the driver's seat guy. I think he's the 
act impressed guy. Because, yeah. like, you know, when they're doing the driving and stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And he's like, whoa, we're going to get caught. They're gaining on us. Oh, no. Sam. Sam. And Sam's like, watch this. And the guy's like, oh, yeah, Sam, you're just the best. Right. Okay. Yeah, he's he's positive affirmation guy. He's the cocksucker. What? <laughs> he's the cocksucker of the group. Okay. Um. Blowing everybody's emotions. <laughs> They just call him CS uh, for short. <laughs> right. I may have taken things a little far, but uh, okay. Oh, I'm sorry. Brown noser. We'll we'll go with that one instead. Yeah, or just positive affirmation. I think was he's the Tony the, Robbins the nice of the group. Tony Robbins. Yeah. Think positive, Sam. You'll make it through. Okay. Right. Now, Sam, is this weird for you that we get to use your name throughout this podcast? Yes, because very few people are named Sam. We've never done a like, movie where the person was named Jackie. Uh. You know, I think we have. But... Sam's got a kid. This could be his life if he so chose. <coughs> okay. He could. St- well, he could I feel like this ship has sailed. <laughs> <laughs> it hurts too much to do anything. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want to jump off of buildings and shit. I don't, he yeah. doesn't like jumping off the couch. Um. <laughs> so, anyways, okay. So the cops—they're chasing him. Uh, we should say that that uh, Nelson is still in the car with them. He hasn't been. You can guess where this is going, but uh, uh, the cops are chasing them. They've got, uh, they've already scouted out their escape route, so they know where to go and what to do so that they can ditch the cops. And it's not a, this isn't a bad chase sequence. It's corny, and as soon as you get inside the car, you want to shoot everybody that's inside of it. But outside, I thought the chase sequence was fine. I like when the one cop literally eats shit with his car. Right? Yeah. They know what to drive through, what paths to take, and... If the cops are not taking the exact same path, they will crash into objects and then they'll be able to get away. I thought it was a fine. I mean, you don't see that very often. Yeah. And the dad no, he... tells him that this is why preparation matters, mm-hmm. son. Right. Yeah. He's like Batman. He's sort of like one of the Duke boys. Okay. With a kid. <laughs> you ain't just whistling Dixie. Um, but he has a butthole for a mouth. Yeah. Right. Yeah. He, well, it's it's hard to look at the dad. Yeah, he looks. He's kind of like not disfigured Robert Zadar. Yeah, he is. Leo Rossi's been in a lot of stuff. So is the Wheelman uh, Ken Lerner. They're just like 140, 145 credits apiece character actors that have been in every goddamn thing. Okay, all right. Um, so they get out into the country and they end up on this farm and they they crash all the cops into objects and and they get away. And uh, they ditch the citation and uh, in some barn. And uh, Nelson then is like, hey, Dad, what's our next move? And Dad's like, well, wait, we didn't reveal that you were my kid yet, so we should do that now. And Nelson's like, yeah. Also, is that my mom? No, this isn't your mom. This is a lady that uh, like kind of makes out with you as well. But really, she makes out with me. And then I think you have an erection. She's like Missy from Bill and Ted's. You remember that, Nelson? Missy, when you're like, dude, it's your mom. Uh, that's who she is in this scenario. So why don't you go up on the, those hay bales and uh, try to rub one out while you watch your dad kiss a lady? She, They're like making out. And then he like gets awkwardly close to the two of them and uh-huh. puts his head on his dad while they're making out. Yeah, it's... With and his then mouth he open. has... He starts humping the bag of money on top of some hay bales it's 
inappropriate at best. (laughs) But really, it's gross. Yeah, like, I understand hormones when you're 16, right? Mm -hmm. But at no point did I ever, one, want to see one of my parents making out. Yeah. Two, sat there and watch. Or three, got sexually aroused by that and went and humped a bag of money. Yeah, you've got... You might need to see somebody if if the answer was yes to any of those scenarios, you might need to talk to someone. So if you out there in listener land are wondering if you're sexually weird, ask yourself those three questions. Yeah. And yeah. if the answer is no to all three, you're probably OK. If you've ever said the words, yeah, give it to her dad, you need to see somebody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, take it, mom. Oh, oh now I feel gross. <laughs> This whole movie made me feel gross. I feel I need to I need to take a shower after this. You're absolutely right. Um. So so Lily is Cynthia Rothrock's character, and she walks away or something. Uh, son, let me let me talk to you. See, the thing about Lily is she's got boobs and no brains. So you know, show her some respect. <laughs> well, and he's like, she's got bazongas, and he's like pointing at his chest and being all freaking weird and creepy about it. Yeah, and not to mention that whoever cut Cynthia Roth- Rock's hair for this movie, it looked like she got attacked by a weed whacker. I think Cynthia Rothrock cuts her own hair with her karate chops. <laughs> oh, God damn it. I think that that's what this haircut looks like. Oh, no, it's getting... I, may- I was thinking that for a little while that Corey Haim was fucking up his own hair because they had the same haircut and hers looked better. <laughs> he was mad. <laughs> All right, so uh, she she overhears all this. So her next move is to proceed to speed bag dad's balls. <laughs> and it's awesome. She kicks the crap out of dad, out of Sam. And it's my favorite part of the whole movie. Because <laughs> I don't like Sam or Nelson and Cynthia Rothrock beating them up. Even though she's the bad guy in this movie. Like, I liked it. She should be the good guy. She should never be the bad guy. Well, and if... If Nelson would she, not have had the gun, how far do you think she would have gotten? All, she would have taken it all the way. She would have taken his freaking head off. I feel like she's incapable of evil. Yeah. For whatever reason, she's got like this weird like smile when she was the Mrs. Claus in that fucking weird ass Christmas movie. Mm-hmm. It like all made sense to me. I'm like, oh, my God, she does make cookies when she's not karate chopping them. Yeah. That's crazy. Uh-huh. You know, Sam, I had the exact same thought. I just kept thinking of her as Mrs. Claus. And I'm like, this just really doesn't fit. Yeah. No, she can't be She can't be the bad guy. She's got an aura about her that says... I visit sick children in the hospital. Uh, I wouldn't go that far. She's just a, she's just a silly lady. You, you can't be a villain when you're a silly lady. Oh, you know, like, come to my island fortress and we'll have some cookies. And I'll strap you to a death machine. <laughs> No, she can't be evil. <laughs> she's too she's too silly. She's just too nice. Yeah. yeah, totally too nice. Okay, all right. So uh she beats the crap out of him. Uh it gets broken up by Nelson. And uh then I think Tony and Lily split with A the other getaway car and B all of the money. They take off with at least half, but probably all the money. Because because Corey Haim does get some of it. No, or Nelson. Nelson uh-huh. does get some of it. He's rolling around in the hay with Tony uh-huh. trying to gather bills. Right. And then Tony is trying to get as much as he can, not splitting it evenly. So he 
while Corey Ames dealing with the gun, I, Tony just pockets the rest. And they leave. Meanwhile, the farmer that owns this barn rock salts the <laughs> piss out of all of them. <laughs> it's like there's some weirdos down at your barn, Bill. It's aliens again. <laughs> oh, God damn it. I knew it. Not them space they, Martians. They better not be turning my cows inside out. I gotta go. <laughs> or stiffing things in your butt. <laughs> Hey, you butt anal raping cow weirdos! Get the fuck out of my bar! Oh my god, I got a free truck. Yeah. <laughs> I ain't had enough had enough moonshine for the butt stuff yet. Drop my shotgun. <laughs> um. All right. So Nelson and uh, Sam they go out and they uh they need to boost a car. I guess they didn't think this part through. Also, just keep driving the citation. You guys got away. Change the plates like you do on the other thing. Um, and, uh, so they scope out uh, only American cars because they got to stimulate the economy. Um, Clinton campaign. It's the economy, stupid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Stealing cars is directly linked to Bill Clinton. Is that- well, that was the, the little tag that he had on his campaign, but it's right around that time. And he said that, like, if you steal American cars, then people will have to buy American cars. Mm-hmm. Huh? Mm-hmm. A little, uh, thinking there. Yeah. I don't know about that, because if my car got stolen, I would just take it as an opportunity to go buy something else that I haven't driven before. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't replace an LTD with an LTD. No. Yeah. And if you buy a site, if you drive a Citation and then you drive a Honda Civic directly afterwards, do you know which car you will not buy? Yes. <laughs> Speaking of which, anybody in this room, I mean, we're... we're, we're aged people um we've got some miles underneath us uh has anybody here ever bought the same car twice in a row even the same brand oh no i don't think i ever have i got close to doing two focuses i liked the focus pretty well yeah i i've owned two audis in a row but not the same type of audi so yeah i guess i have but I've never bought the same kind of car twice yeah. in a row. Yeah. I went from a Jeep to a Mini Cooper to uh, a Lincoln MKC, and that's what I'm currently driving. Before that, I had a Dodge Stealth, a Volkswagen Jetta, We'd be and here then all day a if Rodeo. Cars. I'm surprised your yeah. list is that short. Um, anyways, yeah. So they uh, steal an LTD, and they give the parking attendant $100. That's not going to raise any eyebrows, buds. You guys aren't real good at this, are you? She's a teenager, and she does not give a fuck, because she is not going to... She's going to keep that fucking money. In fact, she's not even going to put the $6 in the till. She's just going to shove that in her pocket. Yeah, that's probably true. Okay, eh, I'll allow it. She probably just walked away right then, not telling anyone <laughs> she was leaving. She was like, this is 1991. I make three seventy-five an hour. Mm-hmm. This is $100. I don't have to know math to know that I just, I'm not coming back here. <laughs> Rent is paid, baby. <laughs> my, there's my Sega Genesis right here. <laughs> uh, okay. Got a sweet date with Sonic. Um, they get into an insufferable argument over the radio. Uh, I can't stand either of these people. And also, Corey Haynes, like performance is like he just walked out of the theater of watching cool as ice and said i'm gonna do that only worse only worse vanilla ice was more likable than nelson <laughs> yeah my note in here is fuck these two 
I just couldn't. And the radio business goes on and on, on. throughout the whole movie. Oh, yeah. God. It's the horse was dead a long time mm-hmm. ago. You can stop beating it now. Yeah, right. So their next move is uh, they hash a plan to uh, rob the lottery, I guess. That's because the thing you do. Everybody knows that if you're going to hold a large amount of money at the post office, you sure as fuck better put it in the paper first. Because that's how it works. I I don't think when you win the lottery, A, the money is ever stored at the post. Why would it be stored at the post office? And B, I don't think there is any money when you win the lottery. You get that big check. I've, I've never seen anybody holding those money bags. They, they get the big check. It seems like what they're saying is happening is that rather than normal collections on monies, that the lottery money gets collected and then brought to the post office first. Um, it's so the town can launder it because uh-huh. what it really is, is cocaine sales to Corey Aim. <laughs> Ouch. Okay. So the 340k this week, huh? <laughs> Slowing down? Feeling okay? Got, got pneumonia? <laughs> Not cool. Okay, so they uh they go into the post office. Uh, oh, Nelson's dressed as a lady because that's has to be part of the plan. No, you're it doesn't matter who you are, you're just hostage guy. You get taken hostage. It doesn't matter if you're a pretty lady or not. Yeah, but like, they gotta mix some weird bugs bunny thing. They gotta mix it up because they don't wanna, you know, have the cops get wise to this particular kid is always at every one of these crimes. They, well, yeah. Do they got his picture? They're, yeah. On the well, there is a, I, I did read about bank robberies, because they're a lot more common than you'd think, and it's just knocking over the little uh, branches. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you usually don't get caught the first time, you get caught the fourth to the sixth time, yeah. and you always get caught, because apparently you just can't stop knocking them over, because you only walk out with usually six to ten grand every time you do it. Right. And they do look for just the pattern of behavior, and they get on the map, and they're like, this is where he's going next, and that's how they get you. Mm-hmm. So sense. that she's right. The pattern of behavior is so they're mixing it up. That's how they've stayed fresh for so long. All right. All right. Uh, well, they make off with about $20,000 here. Uh, it's not a big take. Uh, the alarm goes off. And so they're making their fast getaway uh, by basically the cops giving up. Like they get in the car, they drive off, they end up driving onto like a little ledge type thing. And then the cops drive off the ledge following them in their blazers and smash a car and then they just look at each other like well, i guess they got away that was kind of funny through this sequence because it was like a backseat driver armchair quarterback cop mm-hmm. like put that foot on the floor <laughs> he keeps making him go faster and goading him and goading him and goading him and when it's time to stop he forces him to drive into the other car, causing the accident, and then looks at him and doesn't say anything. Like you are a dick, right? But the car, their car's fine, and they're they're in and there's two cop cars. One of them, even if one of them crashed, the other one could have kept going. And also, these these are not, you know, veteran blazer drivers because he just jumped an LTD uh-huh. off of a embankment. That blazer was built to do that, right? Absolutely. Just ask O.J. Simpson. Uh, that was a Bronco. Oh, God damn it! Nice try. Um, My joke was almost awesome. It wasn't. It wasn't also, he was going. He was. He was going forty. Yeah. O.J. Simpson was going forty. Remember the the slowness of the freeway chase? He, he was, was not going fast. Doing like sixty or so. Freeway speed. Well, you know. <laughs> <laughs> 
uh you know ac wasn't uh uh wasn't the uh fast running back guy in that car i was trying to do you know maybe that if oj was driving he would be fast because he was fast on the it, field you know what he would say if you were insinuating that he was a slow driver AC. i know that god damn it i'm ac <laughs> Uh, sir, you're uh, you're uh, a, a danger to yourself and others. Can we put OJ on the phone? Can we talk to OJ? No, you're talking to AC. <laughs> I'm doing forty. <laughs> uh, if only we could go back in time, I would live through that whole experience once again. I mean, man, what a treasure the '90s were. <laughs> so- the collapse of the American justice system. <laughs> Man, great television, though. You know, <laughs> the Menendezes, you guys, you know, oh. Court TV. <laughs> Court TV, what a great idea. I kind of think I'd be morbid and go back and watch the murders. Like, take just place? Hide, no, yes, you just hide in the bushes and you just see what happens. And you wouldn't stop them from happening. I'm not going to get fucking shot. You're a bad person. Maybe. Like, that's awful. But it's like the butterfly effect. I can't do anything about it because if I do, then it changes the course no, of history. It, it branches off and starts a new timeline. Therefore, you can all, at any point pull the infinity stones wherever you want and spread them around. Have have 20 of them. Just make a little box and then stick them in a desk drawer. Okay, so the first time I'm going back and I'm watching to see what happened and who did it. And then the second time I'm going to stop Okay, it. and then you jump back. and, and Yeah, okay. and then I'll stop it the second time. But right. And, and then, I, I gotta know who done it. And then uh, have sex with somebody and become your own grandparent. Yeah, I'm just gonna use my cell phone to bang Sherry Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, time travel. Uh, it, I wasn't. I didn't have time travel written down anywhere in my notes. I'm surprised we went there. Um, so they rob the lottery and they get away. Uh, but they end up on a bridge, and the bridge gets uh, surrounded by cops. And so they only got one way to go, and it's down. How are they going to do it? Well, there just happens to be a winch with man belts attached to it. Yeah, it's so that you can service the air underneath the bridge, I think. <laughs> that- I've heard that those bridges go flat sometimes, and they really need to be pumped up. Yeah, that was uh, one of the big items in Biff, wasn't it? Was the air servicing of our bridges. That's why they're collapsing, is the bad air. Yeah. Bad smell air. The bad smell air. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know what this thing is and what it's doing there, but they winch up uh, and they start slowly descending. And it's like, I, I understand you guys want to get away, but this is a really bad plan. It, nope. The cops are just like, what do we do? I don't know. Walk over there and Turn put it, it in off. reverse. Yeah, right. <laughs> winch them back up. But no, we've got to drive like maniacs onto the bridge uh-huh. and cause it to go into neutral, therefore dropping these two down. Like, they were falling for a long time. They would have hit the bottom way before they actually and did. And even if they didn't, when they get the winch stopped, both of them are split in half. A body cannot take that force. No, that that thing, it's a steel cable. There's just not any give in it. No. You, so it's going to rip him up a new asshole. N- no, like, nothing's left. There would It wouldn't even be like Darth Maul. It would just be, you'd be liquefied instantly by that thing. The force tearing through you. Did you know? Well, Sam does. But thinking about cables and uh, uh, what they would do, cables aren't safe 
because the space elevator isn't getting built because if the damn cable ever snapped, it would split the earth in two. That's how much force. <sighs> Fucking Christ. Yeah. Don't. <laughs> they're dead. And then they're like, oh, no, we're going back up. Pull. De-strapify. And then so they do. And the distance that they fall then is too much and they die. If it was deep water, they're in trouble. But you see them hit uh-huh. and in the cut, they just sort of like flop into a one foot deep section of river they didn't make it yeah flat onto a very large flat stone oh my gosh uh they don't make it um okay uh meanwhile (laughs) we find out that uh and i guess they float away or, or whatever um meanwhile we find out that lily and tony are now shacking up and they've got a plan to hang out in wait in a hotel room until Sam just happens to show up into town, and then we don't know what their plan is. And then after yeah. we know what their plan is, I still don't know what their plan is. <laughs> like, how long do you wait in that situation? Like, maybe they've changed their plans. We've been here for two weeks. What are we... Why do we... I mean, I just don't understand what we're doing here, Lily. Shut up. Kick you in the face and then bang you, Tony. That's what your job is now, is to get kicked in the face and get banged. I don't know about you guys, but if I was a man... And I was in that situation. Mm-hmm. I don't think I'd ever get into that situation because yeah. a lady rapist is fucking scary because you don't know if they're going to shove a straw up your pee hole. I'm pretty sure they are not. I, I can assume that that's not the intent. <laughs> well, one day, you know, you're not performing real well. One of those coffee stirs right in the pee hole. <sighs> To, like, give you a permanent boner or something? Yeah, so that they can get their ride. I don't think that that's going to work out. I think then blood sprays out everywhere and you have to go to the doctor. I don't think you get to have sex after that. Ever again. That's What about catheters? They stick those up the pee-pee hole. Not an erect penis. And not the no, size of a, a straw. This is a flaccid penis that they stick... One of the, you know what? I'm, I'm going to stop now because yeah, I, I so kind of feel like stick, I'm... I know, now you got me in on this one. So you find the flaccid penis and you put the coffee stir in it. Yeah. And then you put a donut on the end of that. <laughs> and Yeah, one of those little round donuts. Yeah, and then two smaller donuts. And you're like, your pee-pee's Mickey Mouse. <laughs> Who's the leader of the club that's made for you and me? And you're just hopping down, up and down on there. Mickey Mouse wiener <laughs> until you're like M O U S and then you fall off and then you go pop pop and the donuts fall out of your JJ and then you're like would you like some JJ donut and then the cops bust in with guns drawn and you're like oh thank God but then they just pick up the donuts and leave <laughs> oh god damn they're like we heard that the Mickey Mouse donuts were happening in this room. Charge her with anything. All right, illegal use of donuts. Uh, and now we're she eating them. this into Bye. my pee-pee. I don't care. Give us the donuts, Buster. Okay. Um, oh, boy. All right. So Sam and Nelson, uh, they buy a Pontiac this time. I guess they're trying to straighten things up. And He says that they're going to... That was the last one. Mm-hmm. That's the biggest take. That's all they need to sort of... Settle down for the next couple of years and pay for his education because the biggest criminals and the biggest scores are on Wall Street. Mm. And he's right. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, but then later he says, you're going to law school. You're right. I thought he said MBA. 
He did at first, yes. Yeah. In the car, it was NBA because all the biggest people were on Wall Street. And mm. then in the diner, he says, but you're going to law school. And he's like, but you were going to send me to a boarding school for for dudes in whatever town they were going to. Rattlesnake town. Mm-hmm. And he was like, how much roofie did you give me that I slept right? through gassing up at the gas station? I don't care who you are. You're in a car. The car slows down to stop. Uh-huh. You wake up automatically. Wake up. Like, this could be a pee-pee stop. Uh-huh. I could get some beef jerky. Yeah. Here. You don't sleep through I, a gas up. You don't sleep through I do. four states. I can do it. Wow. I had to travel so much as a kid that I trained myself to be able to wake up when we got there. <laughs> Missed the whole thing. Didn't miss anything. Nice. All right. Well, that's your, I guess that's your superpower, Sam. I don't know if it's useful, but you have Sleeping through Wyoming? Yeah. If that's a superpower, I've got it. You. I don't think you're going to save the world or anything. The Avengers aren't going to be calling you up anytime soon, but uh, I would like to have that superpower. I actually did, when I was playing lacrosse, get some compliments on that. Like, you fucking slept that whole way. And I was like, yeah, I am not going to wake up in Wyoming. Sorry. <laughs> if we're going to Colorado, I'll see you there. <laughs> And the award for the person able to sleep the most on the bus, Sam Heflin. Come on up. Clap. Clap, everybody. This was a real challenge for this man. And most improved sleeper, Gary. (laughs) Still can't get all the way through Wyoming, but gave it a good try. Most improved, Gary. Gary's like, thanks. I really, uh, I attribute this award to really looking up to Sam. (laughs) Uh, I stole some of his drugs. That he takes, but it turned out they were just aspirins, and they had caffeine in them, so I wasn't able to sleep. Sam does it all natural, guys. I I can vouch for it. Get off the stage, Gary. You know, they tell you in improv to always say yes and, but I think I'm going to just say no but right here. <laughs> you have no but? <laughs> no but we're moving on. <laughs> um, okay. So, uh... Nelson drives them to this Weber town or Weber town or whatever Webster town, because there's a bank there that he wants to rob. He's got his eye on it this whole time. And he's been talking about, it. I don't know what's so important about this particular bank, but they're there. He wants to rob a bank and they go in. Uh, and it just so happens to be the one that is across the street from Lily and Tony's hotel. And they look out the window and they're like, Hey, there's our friends robbing that bank. Let's call the cops on them. Yeah, so what? they knew, Lily knew that that uh, Nelson had a hard-on for this bank for some reason. Uh-huh. Probably because his dad kept saying no, and that's what kids do. Yeah. Uh, oh, well, and who and we the- fi- we'll find out why he didn't want to rob this bank later. But So they know that, that Nelson's got a hard-on for this one in particular bank, mm-hmm. so they're just sort of hoping that it that they show up there and that he'll his will will dominate his father's and they'll end up robbing this bank at which point i guess they're going to rat him out so they can kidnap nelson. nelson because as we find out nelson is the one that plans all of these a 16 year old kid is in charge of your future yep and uh, not a very good 16 year old kid because yes i know it's lily's fault right here but anybody could have busted this up because they call the cops cops show up sam gets arrested he's going to prison for 20 years and along the way we found out that sam is the wheel man he used to drive in demolition derbies Uh uh 
So what is Tony's job? What is Tony's job? Bang dude. He's not even a bang dude because she she was banging Sam. She could have kept banging Sam. But he's like, you're stupid. And she's like, dude, stupid this. I'm dumping you. And I'm going out with the, like ah, Tony. What's your where'd you where'd you what's your story, Tony? <laughs> Tell us your story. I do the Mickey Mouse. <laughs> I mean it doesn't seem like I mean he did it two hours ago and she's ready to go again, but he doesn't want to, so it doesn't even seem like he's good in bed. No, and she doesn't even really want to bang him. She just likes banging so much that she's like, You're here, uh-huh. just shut up. Yeah. It's really weird. Okay. So. I wonder what would have happened though if she would have walked down to the local pub with a sign on, you know, like the homeless guys do, like mm-hmm. we'll work for food. But her says, I'm ready to go. First guy over here that touches my left breast. Have gets- you been to a bar? Yeah. You don't need to wear a sign. You just walk into a bar <laughs> and the men there will want to have sex with you if you are Cynthia Rothrock. I was going to say that didn't happen to me. Yeah. Well, you know. I can't do the splits. That's what the difference is. Uh, I don't think she needs to wear a sign is what I'm saying, Jackie. Uh, Anyways, so Sam's arrested. Uh, Lily wants to now nab Nelson uh, for undisclosed reasons. Uh, But then Nelson's mom, I knew it was his mom instantly, of course. Uh, She sees this whole thing happen on the news and she goes down and picks him up. So he's got a place to stay now. And he's like, Mama. She's like... He doesn't know that. I know, that, but I like to do that impression of people. <laughs> Mama! <laughs> That's but now we know weird. why uh-huh. Sam didn't want to rob this bank. Yeah, because his ex is there. Because, because yeah. Okay. Um, she left her iron on. <laughs> she saw the news, and so now they got to get a fast getaway back to her house so she can churn off her iron. <laughs> It's much faster than the other getaways because she's in a 280Z uh-huh. versus a Chevrolet Citation. Right, 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 right. <laughs> and so now Tony and Lily are chasing them. She doesn't even know that she's getting chased, but she's in a car chase. And all she's trying to do is turn her iron off. It's pretty pretty zany. But it's okay because guess what? Honey came in and turned it off for her. Like, oh, don't worry about it. I came over and turned off your iron. That's just what I do. <laughs> I also brought this bunny so we could do the pregnancy test we talked about. Wink, wink. Bunny? Yeah, you never heard of that? Uh, okay, no. No? What? So. No, uh, let me guess. Let me guess. Uh, in, in your guys' little weird witch circles that you do, because um, I think that's what ladies do, um, you know, because you're all witches, um, burn them. And so you twist its head off and then you dump it into a vat of blood and then you take some of your moon blood yourself <laughs> and mix it together and then toss bones in. And then you throw those bones in whatever they say. It, it should spell yes or no. Uh, no, you okay. actually take some of your blood. Your moon blood. It, n- no. Oh, okay. Your regular blood and inject it into the rabbit. If the mm-hmm. rabbit dies, you're pregnant. What the fuck? What the absolute F? The, that's even like I... I'm not sure which is worse. <laughs> why didn't you? Why do you think that that Aerosmith song was like your daddy can't catch me because the rabbit done died? 
Oh, neither one of you guys knew about the rabbit. I wish I didn't now. <laughs> I wish I didn't. It can't be real. You look it up on the internet. Sam, I need some, uh, I need some fact. I can fact find checking. document evidence the moon is made of cheese on the internet. <laughs> Tell you that you should check for pregnancy back in the day, too. So does it work? <laughs> the rabbit dies, yeah. Wouldn't the rabbit just die anyways? No. Like, you can't just give blood to people. Like, I, you can't, I can't have your blood. It's the uh, well, hormone in your pregnancy that kills them. I think it's just, that's just bad. That's. Throw her in her lake, and if she floats, she's not a witch. If she floats, she is a witch. And if she sinks, she dies. Uh, I think that's just... I think the rabbit dies, period. I don't think you inject human blood into a bunny, and it's like, Wee! Where's some more other rabbits I can screw? No, I think it dies. It always dies. I don't think so. Huh. Well, listeners, if your girlfriend has a bunch of rabbits in her apartment, beware. (laughs) If one goes missing. <laughs> and then you're having rabbit stew. Uh, so is that like, I wonder if there was some sort of like double meaning to the bunny stew in uh, Fatal Attraction. Like, I checked to see if I was pregnant and here's the pregnancy test in your soup. I don't remember that part. The bunny and Fatal Attraction? Yeah, it's been a long time since I've seen it. If you've seen Fatal Attraction, that's the thing you remember. I thought it was the beaver shot. No, that's basic instinct, you goob. Oh, well, maybe I haven't seen Fatal Attraction and then. Ba- that's the part you remember in Basic Instinct. Huh. Okay. That's I, I'm not sure which is weirder, this this whole bunny sacrifice thing or the fact that you haven't seen Fatal Attraction. Fatal Attraction, definitely. Everybody knows about the bunny thing. (laughs) (laughs) I've known about that since I was a teenager. All right, let's move on while Sam is uh, still researching. (laughs) And he still wants to talk on this podcast. This has gone so south so many times. Are you noticing that his face is turning more and more red? Like, oh my God. It doesn't seem to work, (laughs) but it didn't stop people from killing a lot of fucking rabbits. Why are humans so dumb? I mean, seriously. God damn it, we do some stupid shit. Hey, put your blood in that bunny. It'll tell you if you're pregnant. Who said, at what point did, I mean. They used mice and frogs, too. Oh, my God. I mean. Well, she's going to need that bunny later. Hey, Sally, we just screwed. Put some blood in that critter. (laughs) See if it comes alike. Comes alike. Yeah. It does raise the question why she's holding a bunny, though. Yeah. Symbolism. Right. Or just she had and one. And she's probably, Jackie's probably right, because we find out later she is fast. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She's packing the condoms, like, Costco style. Yep. All right. Um, so. Did no- you know you can get a condom for a curved wiener? Mm-hmm. If you have a severely curved wiener, they make condoms for that. Okay. I heard it on a podcast. Hmm. Okay. Like, it was an advertisement? Like, uh, yeah. Don't worry if your wiener's curved. We've got a condom for you. This week's sponsor is the Ridge Wallet and Bent Penis Condoms. <laughs> <laughs> 
Sam looks just disgusted with me. He's like, quit bringing this weird shit up and let's just get on with this movie. The banana wrap. <laughs> for your weird dick. <laughs> Do you have a weird dick? Well, we have a condom for you. They're just rubber. They stretch over anything, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> it's weird or not. <laughs> Do you have two heads? Well, we've got a two-headed goat condom for you. Yeah, if I had two... Two wiener heads, I'd be uh, doing something else today. <laughs> okay, um, so Honey's turned off the, the iron. Uh, that's where we're at. Uh, so Nelson's like, hey, you want to learn how to drive a stick shift? Uh, she's like, yeah. And uh, he teaches her how to drive a stick shift, and she teaches him the ways of the woman. Uh, I don't know if she looked at him or heard him speak, but she has real bad taste. And she also, she it's evidence she has real bad taste because she's driving the worst Mustang that was ever made. The pre-Fox yep. body. The gas crisis Mustang. Yeah, that is not a that is not a fast car. No, it's, it's the thing that should not be. It's an abomination. <laughs> Mustang, yeah, right. All right, so he's now not a virgin. Uh, Mom makes dinner, and Nelson comes in and tries a little bit, and he says, Hey, that's not bad for a woman. Well, he knows how to cook SpaghettiOs. I think we're supposed to like Nelson, right? Is that the intent? How is it possible to like someone who breathes through their mouth in your personal space and says the most asinine shit constantly? I mean... And then asks you about a kid that they don't see around the house. Hey, who's this kid? Is he dead or something? What'd you do? What'd you do? Shoot him? <laughs> he might have well been like, did this kid die? Get hit by a truck? Sam a truck? What? what? You have pictures of a kid. Was, did he die due to your negligence? <laughs> <laughs> was his name Georgie? <laughs> yeah. Did you try sticking him up in that Minot burial ground up there? Lord Fauntleroy. <laughs> God dang it. You suck, Nelson. Um, she's like, yeah. Yeah, that's my kid. He's not here. It, it, it turns out he grew up into a total douche, and I want to have nothing to yeah. do with him now. I can't even wait for your dad to get out of prison. Yeah, let's or get... for health health and welfare to come and get you. <laughs> yeah, I'll call him on myself. Hey, yeah, I'm being negligent. Can you get this kid out of here? <laughs> We had high hopes for him, but he turned out to be a total nutsack. Now sit down and shut up. Right. Um, so they they do they plan to bust Dad out. They bust Sam out using a garbage truck. They drive it through the wall and it kills him because they ran him over because that isn't a good plan. He's died three times now. He's dead. Um, but now they get in a foot chase on the rooftops like uh, Batman and Robin. And they slide down a, a pole, and it leads to the Dotson that uh, Mom is driving. They climb an extension ladder to the top of a not-very-tall roof. Correct. Then they traverse for a while. Getting back down, they have to like make about 10 elevation changes downward. Uh -huh. So either the whole town is on a slant, or this doesn't make any sense. I am going with the ladder. And by ladder, I don't mean the ladder that they climbed up, that this whole thing could have been averted by if they just pulled up the ladder after themselves. Or just walked around the side of the building. Or just stayed on the ground. 
had the car parked right there and ran into it mm-hmm. and then drove away faster. Right. Okay. All right. So uh, they make it back to their house, to Lorraine's, and uh, there's some drama there. Uh, Lorraine, how you been? She's like, I hate you. I hate your smell. I hate everything about you. It's good to see you, too. You've had it for 12 years. My turn. Yeah, right. Also, he's like, you were good at singing. I did this for you. And she's like, yeah. Now I sing four nights a week at the bar, and that's my job. You stole my child so that I could be a lounge act. Gee, what a guy. Man of the year. <laughs> yep. Um, all right, so Sam goes upstairs, and he's like, so here's the deal, Nelson. Uh, that's your mom. Uh, wait, I thought you said mom was dead. Yeah, I know what I said. Um, it turns out she's not, and I honestly don't have a defense on why you were never allowed to see her. Um, she seems like a nice lady. You probably would have gotten along. She's also down with, with the crimes. Like, if that was my MO, like, oh, I got to do these crimes. She's also pretty down with crimes, so I'm not real sure why I ever uh, walked away. And uh, also, you sh- you know, this is working out for me because I'm going to leave you here mm-hmm. and you don't like me anymore. Right. Working out for you, she's got a neighbor who bangs. Right? Yeah. So. This is where the movie should have ended. Like, happily ever after for everyone. <laughs> right? The dad pulls away in a stolen car. Why him? Why the Nelson and Honey are waving at him. Mm-hmm. She's got her rabbit. Like, <laughs> And uh, the, your pregnancy uh, test. Yeah. And the, the wife is like, fuck you. He's driving away. She's yeah, he's got enough bird. cash to buy a house in southern Utah in 91. Mm-hmm. He's probably just going to be like the president of the Southern Idaho Racing Association. Right? Yeah. Oh, this is a nice future. That it works out. out better if the movie ends here. Yep. Uh, instead, uh, they come in and kidnap Nelson. <laughs> um, yep. yeah. Yeah. Freaking Lily and Tony bust in. They grab Nelson. Uh, Which doesn't make a whole hell of a lot of sense because she hates him. Who? Lily hates fucking Nelson. She hates him. Right? Well, I'm pretty sure She's... Honey hates fucking Nelson, too. Nobody likes fucking <laughs> Nelson. <laughs> He's a little dipshit. He drools everywhere. Yeah. Makes the weirdest faces. <laughs> so faces disturbing it is the thing of nightmares <laughs> okay all right uh so i don't know what lorraine mom does because it seems to me she just sat there all night waiting for sam to call because sam calls the next day it is now day outside where he's like hey i just called to check for my messages and she's like your son's been kidnapped he's like why didn't you call the cops oh yeah, boy, that would have been a good move, actually, huh? Why didn't I think yeah. of that? I was just sitting here waiting for you to call. I can't get the police involved. I don't have the paternity test results back, and they might send him to health and welfare. Oh, I've got this she did bunny. say that she was having second thoughts on calling the police because she sprung him from jail the night before. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> they pull up. Yeah, isn't that that car? Huh. Hey. Um... So they hatch a plan together. They they get uh, uh, Nelson's maps, his his research that he's done on jobs, and they piece together that the next job he wanted to do was to rob a concert house. 
She just figured out that that's going to be the biggest take in the area. A concert house. Yeah. Didn't we just recently watch another movie where they robbed a benefits concert? I don't remember that. For money? No. Doesn't sound familiar at all. I remember robbing the casino in Reindeer Games, but that's about it. Mm. I don't know what you're talking about. I like to drink. I like to drink the pie. I might be making it up. I don't know. I just didn't have anything else to add. No, but. Um, all right. So they uh, they go over there to this concert house and uh, they get the drop on Tony because Tony's the getaway man now, I guess. And Tony's very nonchalant about this. Like, oh, got it in my face. <laughs> this is... Uh, Not a clean exit. Hmm. What do you mean? When they rob the opera. Mm-hmm. She walks out with him so slow. He's got a bomb attached. They're in broad daylight. They're in the back of the pickup, clearly visible. Like you couldn't have got out less fast and less clean than how they did it. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Sam's rigged to blow or Nelson's rigged to blow. That's that. That was the whole thing i guess was to have him get his maps and then have him be a bomb well he also had to plan the robbery the plan the go in and say give me all the money or the kid gets exploded was his plan no that's how stupid lily is she's like we need you to plan the robbery i'm gonna put a bomb on you and we're gonna go in there and we're gonna use that to rob the place and he's like you're so dumb, you've planned the robbery already, and you've kidnapped me to plan the robbery. Uh, well, it doesn't work unless you're rigged to blow. Speaking of blow, do you think that she oh. blew him? Uh, probably. She sleeps with everybody. Yeah, she, I, she banged him. Yeah, you're right. Probably. Yeah. It's a statutory rape situation. Mm-hmm. Maybe they got him for the exit, like the because they do say in the movie, we have to... He, he'll have a... Red Lines is the escape route. So that's, they kidnapped him for a uh, hostage and an escape route. All right. Okay. Well, we're going to move on. Um, they drive off, uh, and they're in the back of the truck. It's, it's really not good. And the cops chase after them immediately. And then Sam and Lorraine follow those cops. And they're like, uh, wait, hold on. Let's take this back road, and then we'll cut them off at the, at the pass. Which they don't. Uh, okay. Whatever. Uh, Lily then shoots some car driving down the road, which then blocks the road. So now the cops can't get past that station wagon. Oh, with a camper. I think you can drive around. Well, they all crash into the camper. (laughs) So there's not more cops. So my first thought was how many kids died in this accident? Oh, no kidding. Kids right in the back. Yeah, the kids are all riding in the camper like, yeah, we're playing cars and toys. And then they get ran over. (laughs) Uh, Three. Three kids died. Eh, yeah. they didn't have any rabbits. I don't think... Okay. Um, <laughs> nonsense. Yeah, it is nonsense, for sure. So, uh, Sam pulls up behind, and uh, Lily is punching Nelson out on the truck, like, you little dweeb, push, punch, 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 and doesn't blow him up. I don't know why, like, Get out of here. She punches him off the truck. He's hanging on the back tailgate. And then 
for some reason in the back of the truck they've got a chain link fence that they were yep. going to install at some point and so he's now being drug along the ground by the chain link fence that's that's been wedged into the pickup bed somehow so that he doesn't go skidding across the entire interstate but he is now dead because he's dead. his body has just been torn there's just a big red glob on the highway for about 600 yards. Either that or the sparks from the fence are going to ignite the dynamite blowing his ass up. That's not quite how dynamite works, but okay. Um, I'm going with if it. If it's hot outside, dynamite blows up with the drop of a hat. That's true. Yeah, it is highly unstable. Um, yeah, he you know, he's, he's, he's blowed up and what's left is just a bloody pulp that just is like a paste on the road. Just, just... That stain isn't coming out. <laughs> but they do find one of his teeth, so they can bury him later. Right. <laughs> they just stick it in, like, one of those jewelry boxes you get, you know? Yep. Here's your son's remains. <laughs> yep. Looks like the tooth fairy owes him one. Yep, because I got a dog tooth from my favorite corgi that I keep in a jewelry box, so it's kind of the same thing. That is... That's pretty weird. <laughs> it fell out when she was a pup. That's fatal attraction right there. <laughs> okay. She's my favorite dog. I know. All right. So uh, he's he's dead. Um, but then. I mean, the chase ensues and there's about 10 times where you're like, let go of the fence already. Yeah, especially Let when go he's, of the fence uh, already. Uh, especially when he swings into the dirt, right? And all he's gonna hit is like a mound of dirt. Uh huh. And he's like, "No, I gotta hang on with my bloody fingers, which are now just stumps of bone, right? That are wearing away." Uh huh. Oh my gosh, it's so bad. Um. So then Lily shoots down a freaking chopper with the with the shotgun. Those guys with are a dead, shotgun. Yes. Uh-huh. If it was in range and she had rifled slugs, she could put some holes in it. Uh-huh. I don't know that it ever got in range and she was probably using birdshot. Right. And she takes down a chopper. Um, okay. These things are fragile. Uh, then Sam climbs up into the back of the truck. They're fighting. Uh, but he finally punches her out of the truck and out of the movie. She's no longer in the film. She body slams her once. That was pretty funny. Yeah, yeah. And then she falls out of the truck and almost gets run over, but doesn't and goes, okay, bye. Bye-bye. Yeah, like, I'll walk back, if you're thanks. the mom at this point, you are running that bitch down. Mm-hmm. You are not going to swerve. You're like, come on, Dotson, you can do it. Get over this bitch. Yeah, thunk, thunk. Yeah. It's a she classic. She kidnapped her son. Yeah. You run that bitch over. And then she proceeded to murder him, and he's just a big mess now. Yeah. So. Yeah, I think you run his ass over. Or run her ass over. Probably ran your son over, too, because, you know. <laughs> At this point, he has let go of the fence, he's, and he's you were little, just a little too close. Yeah, he's a little dickhead. <laughs> I mean, you steered at him. Let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> you you know that car can run over her, because you already used it to run over somebody else. <laughs> okay. Um. So then Sam tries to get in the cab. He's hanging off the door. Uh. There's too many bodies on this truck, and... Tony dr- drives the truck into a parked big rig trailer and chops the top yeah. of the truck off. I don't know if you've seen trucks or big rig trailers, but I don't think they're tall enough to chop the cab off. No. I mean, I think you just... Meanwhile, Nelson still hasn't let go of that fucking right? fence. Bonehead. 
And uh. it just gets worse because <laughs> the bad guy starts backing up mm-hmm. this chopped off truck and Nelson is still hanging on to the goddamn fence. Right. Like, what are you doing? Let go. Get out of there. <laughs> dumb, dumb. Oh, my God. You're just <sighs> um, busy mouth breathing back here. Um, all right. So then he the remote detonators on the ground. Sam's trying to get at it. But then Tony tries to run Sam over. But Lorraine crashes the Dotson into the side of the truck, saving his life, which then pushes Tony's truck off a cliff that rolls down the hill and explodes at the bottom where it appears that there is also another red and white Ford truck that has been down there. Yep. <laughs> and it's rusted out. So this is not, uh, this is not the, the first, first time. one. They first one they tossed down there. didn't blow up. Right. Yeah. No, uh, it, it's, it's a, it's not, it wasn't down there for a long time. Jackie, that's the other, what do they call those? Um, burner. It's not like a burner car. Um, you have the main car that's yeah got things built, and then your spares to that you blow up and stuff. Sounds like a royal family affair, an heir and a spare. I don't should live with her. <laughs> you may proceed with the story now that I have answered your question. All right, but it turns out that Tony jumped out at the last minute and is now dangling from a tree annoyingly and not in any way that resembles comedy. Um, hey, guys, I can almost reach the ledge if I wasn't such a lazy fuck. Someone help me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then the family, they all drive to Canada and uh, they get in a fight over the radio again. Yay! And... Mom tells them, nope, we're going straight until they all see a bank. And then they look at each other and high five. Movie's over. Um, uh, they let you into Canada without papers. Right? Actually, they do. Not not even back then. It's the 80s, Sam. You got enough coke in the nope. car with Corey Haim. They're like, <laughs> hey, famous guy, cocaine. Yes, you're in. Oh, boy. Um... I have no further questions, Your Honor. I have a question. Okay. Mm-hmm. How long before she kills them over the radio shit? Oh, my God. Worst road trip ever. I'm giving Is that it- why she's not in the sequel? <laughs> yeah, right. She's like, uh, before we rob that bank, I'm just going to go in and use the bathroom mm-hmm. here and get some smokes. Yep. Goes back to Utah and goes, I lose more Dotsons that way. I- Lived in a house that I just walked away from. What am I doing? I'm going home. I think eventually she just takes a screwdriver when they're fighting one time and shoves it into the tape deck. Mm -hmm. And then they're like, oh, she's like, I'm going to listen to the fucking country music. I am in charge of the radio. If you fucking touch it again, I will stab you with this goddamn screwdriver. And then. And that's the end of it. And Corey Haim gets stabbed at least twice more. No, because he's in the sequel. She's not. At some point, they have to get rid of her. Well, then they ditch her at a Denny's because they're like, we need the radio. Yeah, this is our thing. This is our this is our thing. It's we got to talk over the radio. about the boobies, yeah. and the radio. Yeah. yeah, she gives them two weeks. It's like, I'm going back to Utah. Sorry, yeah, guys. Are, You're right. You keep you keep him. Whatever. He is Whatever. fucked up. They are insufferable pricks. I hate both of these people. Mm-hmm. Jackie? 
No questions. Okay, thank you. Sam, all right, I'm assuming you're done. You can move on to final recommendations. I did figure out what Tony's job is. Oh? He's the seat warmer, to the point that the last seat he's in actually explodes. <laughs> uh, final recommendations, I'm going to go first. Do not. I this It's potential there, but it's Coolio in uh, Dracula 2000. A, Corey Haim is just so unlikable and annoying that he ruined the whole movie for me. Totally ruined. This should have been a do. It is not if for one simple reason. Jackie, go. Uh, do not. I just can't stand those two douchebags. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're just such fuckheads. Yep. They were awful. And I just wanted them to die like immediately. Yeah, and then when they pretty did, much immediately, like I was kind of thinking, okay, this is going to turn into a Cynthia Rothrock movie mm-hmm. and she's going to kill this fucker and she doesn't. And right. then I'm like, oh, disappointment. Sam. It has it all. It's got the stunts, the driving. It never gets dull. It should be a do. This movie has all of the sensibilities of radical Jack, mm-hmm. but Corey Haim Watching him on screen in this movie is like drinking a glass of someone else's puke. Yep. It's it's impossible. It's bad. It, it's it's really tragic. It's it's I mean, it's I I feel gross. Well, and I especially when like they do the uh close up of his eyes in shots and he is high as fuck. Mhm. You can just tell yeah. by looking at his pupils. And when you think about the history of things like we were talking about at the beginning of the show, it is it does make your stomach turn. Yeah. It makes me very uncomfortable. And this movie did not give me any enjoyment whatsoever. It was just like, I just oh wanted it to God. end. I just wanted it to be over. So, so much. Um, all right. So don't from us. Uh, next week on the podcast, it's nonsensical November, and it just happens to be my pick. Uh, I've got a movie that probably nobody's ever heard of, starring Michael J. Pollard, Henry mm-hmm. Silva, Gabrielle Byrne, Jeff Goldblum, Ellen Barkin, Gregory Hines, Angie Everhart, Kyle McLaughlin, Billy Idol, Billy Drago, Richard Dreyfus, Burt Reynolds, and you've never... Paul Anka is in this movie. Rob really? Reiner is in this movie. It's called Mad Dog Time. <laughs> what? I've heard of that movie. Okay. Uh, oh my god, I hope it's about beer. Uh, we'll see what it is, uh, but nonsensical November. Mad Dog Time, I believe it's currently streaming on Tubi TV. So that's what we're doing next. And then after that, we've got a master of monster of a show because it will be our 500th episode. Uh, so we'll have more details about that next week. So I hope you guys are uh, having a good time and get to the job. Bull by the horns, too, because I'm still pretty busy at work. Um, And then I know what days I'm going to be gone here. Hold on. Mexico. Yup. I will be leaving on the 27th. 
of November, so I will not be here for the show on the 28th. We just take the week off. Wait, no. Did you say the next one's our 500? No, next one, and then, yeah, that, that, yeah, we'll just take the Mexico week off. Yeah. I haven't come up with anything better than Anaconda. That would be funny. <laughs> okay, see ya.